If you like this podcast, you're going to really like McClanahan Academy. Head over to McClanahanAcademy.com. That's McClanahanAcademy.com. Enroll. It's free of charge. You get a free class, 10 Myths of American History. When you do enroll, I've got nearly 20 classes there available for purchase. Go to McClanahanAcademy.com. Enroll today and get a real history education. The Brian McClanahan Show, episode 638. It's time to think locally and act locally. Welcome to the Brian McClanahan Show. Welcome back to the Brian McClanahan Show. Glad to have you back in the program. Very glad to be here. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, like my Facebook page, and subscribe to my YouTube page where you can watch this podcast. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, click on that super thanks button. That's a little heart under this video. You can throw a few pennies my way that way on YouTube. You can also support the show, of course, by going to McClanahan Academy. You've already heard about that. You can also click on the support tab at brianmcclanahan.com. You can throw a few pennies my way there. You can go to anchor.fm. You can become a supporter there. So you can throw a few pennies my way for the podcast at that website as well. Lots of great ways to support the show. Rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It's a great way to support the show. Send me those show requests. It's a great way to support the show. Click on the shop tab at brianmcclanahan.com. Get my logo and all kinds of cool stuff. Wear that around in public. Let people know you like the show. It's a great way to do it. All those methods get more people listening and thinking locally and acting locally is the way forward. And that is the topic of today's episode. So we saw in the wake of the George Floyd situation, the summer of love last year, right? It was just a summer of love. We saw all of these violent things happening in America. And of course, some schools and other places in the United States have decided they're going to take down Confederate names. We're going to take down Confederate monuments. We're going to do all these things. But what happens if a school decides, well, we made a mistake? You see, because the left has always insisted it's about democracy. This is democracy in action, taking down these monuments. It's all about the popular will. And all of these school boards, they're doing the right thing. It's democracy. Get over it, you losers. These people, you elected them, and they're doing the right thing. They're representing the voice of the people. But what happens if the voice of the people changes? I mean, certainly proponents of democracy then should be okay with it. If the school board decides that, well, we made a mistake, let's change the name of the school again to something that, or let's put the name of the school back up because, hey, we made a mistake when we did it. We reacted reflexively, right? And didn't really think about this. You see, that's always been one of the major critiques about democracy. And I'll talk about democracy this week as well. A listener asked about that. You know, what did the founders think about democracy? So I'll do that tomorrow. But the the fact is, we've had a lot of people running around saying democracy is the we need to we need to support democracy. It's democracy in action. If we just had democracy, more democracy. We'd get rid of all these Confederate monuments. We'd get rid of all these Confederate names, all that, all these street names. All that would be gone. What they don't really realize is that most times it's really not democracy in action. In fact, in most cases, it's people that don't really have the support of the entire populace behind these things. They're doing it just because they don't want to be called a name. And so what we're seeing in the Shenandoah Valley, which is fantastic, there's a school board there, and they think, Wait a second here. Did we make a mistake in taking down the names of Stonewall Jackson High School, for example? Did we, was that the right thing to do? Do we have the right conversation at that point about the name of the school? And so they changed the name, and now there's a potential renaming of the school back to Stonewall Jackson High School. 
That would be absolutely amazing. But as you know, it's think locally, act locally in action. The people of the area saying, wait a second here. We didn't really like this idea. It was kind of rammed through. It really wasn't democracy in action. It was a bunch of elitists on the school board reacting to something that happened somewhere else and a bunch of crybabies. So you know what? We're going to change the name of the school. Well, now the people have spoken in the area and they're saying, no, 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 wait a second here. We want the name back because we like that name. That was a good name for our school. Stonewall Jackson High School was a good name. I think, in fact, if you actually polled people, and this has been done, how many people would really want to change the name of schools or take down Confederate monuments or do any of this? I think that the numbers would actually be in favor of not changing the names and not removing these things. We've seen it in polling data all the time. The majority of Americans don't want to do those things. In these areas where they're happening, the majority of the people don't want to do these things. But this is when I cautioned you about Glenn Youngkin. Of course, this is in Virginia. And I said, look, if Glenn Youngkin was really interested in the culture war, he would have come back in. He would have said, okay, here's what we're going to do. These were protected monuments. They were national historical uh, places, national historic monuments, and they're going back up. And I don't care what you say, Richmond, you're putting it back up. National Register of Historic Places, they need to go back up. He would have had a, he would have done through executive order just said that these things are all going back up. You all broke the law. Now I know what the Supreme Court said in Virginia, uh, but that was a political decision, not a legal decision. You broke the law. So th that's what Youngkin would have been. He didn't do it, but here we have in the Shenandoah Valley, I think people are up are, are fed up with with cancel culture, wokeism. They're fed up with all of this stuff. Then they don't want it anymore in their areas. And so they're starting to react to it. And the left can't stand it. Of course, our, uh, our resident um, dope, Kevin Levine, has a little piece about this. I'm going to read a news story about it. But he wrote a little piece. And I love it when these people put up these charts. Look how, how insidious these names are and the monuments and everything else. Because they what they do is they put up a chart that has... Uh, various dates on it, and they show you know graphs where all the Confederate monuments and names, and of course to Le to Levine, these monuments and these schools were put up because of Brown v. Board of Education. That's the only reason. 1954 to 1968. Well, of course that's the Civil Rights Movement. What else was going on between 1954 and 1968? Let me see here. Oh yeah, between 1961. And 1965, we had the Centennial. Well, I'm sure that had nothing to do with people naming things after Confederate generals or, or uh, even you know Union generals. I'm sure that had nothing to do with it, right? The Centennial didn't matter, but it's all about the Civil Rights Movement. You see, these people conveniently pick this event that's happening here in this 14-year period, but they leave out this event that's happening at the exact same time, you see. So Stonewall Jackson High School was built in 1959, again, right on the eve of the centennial. I'm sure that picking Stonewall Jackson was all about Brown v. Board of Education. Now, if anybody can find evidence that this was done because it was part of massive resistance like Kevin Levine claims, well then, fine. You're correct about that. But I don't know if you're going to find anything like that. I mean, you'd have to infer it. Well, could you find something that says, hey, look, this is about uh, the war. I mean, this is about the centennial. Maybe you can't find anything there. So basically, this comes down to whatever guess you want to have as to why these people did it. But of course, I'm sure it also has nothing to do with the fact that Jackson, Stonewall Jackson, was instrumental in defending the Shenandoah Valley during the war either. 
That, I'm sure, has nothing to do with it. It's also, it's all about massive resistance. You see, this is what these dopes do. Their positions are absolutely ridiculous. So, Shenandoah, the Shenandoah Valley campaign in Stonewall Jackson is still studied at West Point as one of the brilliant tactical uh, campaigns in the history of warfare. But no, no. It's all about massive resistance. That's the only reason these people do these things. I mean, it has nothing to do with anything historical at all, except for race. These people live in a world... I actually feel sorry for them. And Levine's little piece on his, on his uh, blog, his Substack, um, he says things like, uh, well, if I taught at Stonewall Jackson High School, I'd open every day with a cornerstone speech. You see, Levine is so awful. Nobody would hire the guy. I mean, he's a dope. His book is silly. Of course, if you listen to this podcast, I've already ripped that to shreds. It's stupid. Levine is an idiot. So let me get to the piece itself. And this is Think Locally, Act Locally in Action. And this is what you can do, ladies and gentlemen, if you go out and you get involved in your local school boards. It says the Virginia board is considering restoring the names of two schools that were originally named for Confederate generals, but were changed in 2020 after the murder of George Floyd. Yeah, because, of course, George Floyd wouldn't have been murdered if it wasn't for these high schools. This is how stupid this stuff really is. I mean, remember, that took place in the north, in Minnesota. What does it have to do with schools in the Shenandoah Valley? Nothing. But, of course, it's convenient for the cultural Marxists, for the dopes. What does Kevin Levine worry about what happens in Shenandoah Valley? He lives in Massachusetts or Connecticut. I'm sure he can have all the schools named after Union uh, generals he wants up there. All the th- I mean, it, uh, Stonewall Jackson is from Virginia. Stonewall Jackson is a person that's important in Virginia. It's not like they named the school Jefferson Davis High School, which, of course, you had those too. But they named it after a guy that was important in Virginia, in the Shenandoah Valley. But no, no, it's all about massive resistance. The Shenandoah Shenandoah County School Board voted in 2020 to change Stonewall Jackson High School to Mountain View High School and Ashby Lee Elementary School to Honey Run Elementary School. But in the two years since, community members, especially alumni, have expressed opposition to the name changes, school board member Cynthia Walsh said. More than 4,000 people have signed a petition to change the names back, Vice Chair Dennis Barlow said at a board meeting where the issue was discussed at length last week. 4,000 people have said they got to come back. These are alumni. These are people that have a stake in the community. These are people who went to the high schools and went to the schools, and they're saying this was a dumb move. This is local action. This is democracy, right? This is what the left talks about. We got to have more democracy, more democracy. So you've got democracy in action. No, no, we don't like democracy. Democracy is bad. And if you look at uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted something about this, and you look at the responses, they're just so stupid. They're, they're, I mean, the left really is brain dead. But it's hilarious. There was one on there, one little meme. Somebody said, dude, the Confederacy only lasted four years. That's all, that's all a heritage. I mean, not taking into account that the Southern tradition is... The oldest tradition in America it started in 1607, actually 1585, but, or you can even go back to Florida, 1565, but it's the oldest tradition in America. It's not four years. I know people get hung up on the four years, but it really is 400 years of the Southern tradition. And yes, Southerners like to talk about this period because it really did define uh, a, a common experience in the South. 
I mean, they lost, right? So Southerners lost. And, and anytime you have a loss, and, and they've talked about this. Uh, Sam Irvin was famous for it. He said, you know, it shakes the glory out. You got you got to reconcile with these things. You got you got to you got to uh, talk about it, and discuss it, wrestle with it, and it becomes something that uh, helps define a people. A loss. The Irish do it. I mean, look, you can even look at Jewish population. They, they've they've constantly been at a loss, and so that defines that group of people for a long period of time. And so there's no difference here. Walsh is one of the three members who are on the board when the name changes were approved. The current all-white board is made up of six members. Of course, it's all I mean, it's just about white people. If there was a black person on there, they wouldn't support it. Of course, we know there's a black guy in Tennessee, a mayor, that signed into a proclamation for Confederate Memorial Day. Yeah. I mean, because black people don't do these. Of course, that guy would just, I mean, Kevin, I don't know what Kevin Levine would say about that guy. He's just brainwashed or something. Some new board members say they feel the decision to change the names was rushed and that it did not consider the opinion of the community. Now, notice this. So there were three members on the current board who were on the old board, but three new members. Why? Why are there three new members? Because people have gotten out in this area and they voted these people in. Because they're thinking locally and acting locally. Because they're changing their local community and they want them back. I'm telling you, the best thing anybody could do is get involved in local government and force... All of these nincompoops, he took these monuments down to put them back up at their own expense, right? Put them back up. You took them down, now put them back up. It would be beautiful. It would be absolutely beautiful. That's what we should be doing at the local level. I mean, there's all kinds of other things to be doing too, but this would be a real pushback against cancel culture. Barlow, who characterized those who were in favor of changing the names as outsiders who were, are creepy, elitist, and from the dark side, said the school board's decision was undemocratic and unfair. Undemocratic. Barlow, who characterized those who were in favor of changing the names as outsiders, so he's saying, look, these people aren't from even around here, and he said it was undemocratic and unfair, so now democracy is in action here. This is democracy now. We're going to change these things back. But no, 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 no. No, you can't do that. That's not democracy. That's not democracy. This is what I always find hilarious about these people. Democracy only when it works for them. He added that he regards Jackson as a gallant commander. It's true. Jackson is one of the real American heroes. I talked about in my Politically Incorrect Guide to Real American Heroes. You can take my class on the war at McClanahan Academy. You're going to get a view of Jackson that's different from what you're going to get from dopes on the school board here or people like Kevin Levine or others. Walsh, who said she does not think the name should be changed back, argued most people who vote for elected officials then count on them to do the right thing on their behalf. We do have a representative democracy. We don't have a direct democracy, she added. So, I mean, this is, now they're splitting hairs. Well, wait a second here. We are democracy. Uh, we have a representative democracy. Well, this is true, right? It's not a direct democracy, but people don't want things to happen. If they, if they don't think this is a good idea, well, then they can re-elect new people, and those new people can change the names back. I mean, I'll give you an example of how people have talked about this for years, right? I mean, you have legislatures change over all the time. I remember, uh, you know, when I was working on my dissertation on Delaware in 1861, uh, you had people like James Byard of Delaware saying, well, the legislature now that's voted against secession 
was it elected in light of the current crisis? So we should have new elections and new people will come in and then we'll, we'll have a real vote on these things. So the people that were making these changes in 2020 weren't elected with these views in mind. Now that this has happened, now we're going to get rid of those people and put people on there that have the correct view of that reflect the community in mind. You see, that's the thing. This is why you have a lag. And so this is why you should check democracy because these dopes in there did the wrong thing. After Floyd's death, statues, monuments, schools, and buildings named for Confederate leaders became a focal point of the racial justice movement around the country. A number of the statues and monuments have come down. Yeah, well, I mean, this is I mean, this is what I don't understand. Why were they a focal point? Because, I mean, I'm sure that monument of Robert E. Lee led to George Floyd's death. I mean, it had to, right? Because the monument somehow fell down on top of George Floyd. I mean, it's, it's clear. It's in the video. This is what happened. This is how ridiculous this stuff is, right? But inanimate object is causing all these things to happen. Names of schools are causing all these things to happen. Times have changed. The makeup of our schools has changed, Wall said, and I sincerely believe that revisiting the name change is not what's best for kids. Why? Why was the names change best for kids? I mean, why was that the best thing for kids? Where is the argument that the that the name of the school was affecting kids? I'll never again. Another thing. Uh, years ago, a few years back, little dimwit from Yale came down to Alabama and was writing for a school newspaper. And he was interviewing people at some of the Alabama colleges, which are named after people like George Wallace and John C. Calhoun, and for a time Jefferson Davis. That one's gone, but there were some of these schools and. Uh, they interviewed a, a black student at one of the schools at Calhoun. I think it was Calhoun Community College. And the student, excuse me, the student said, you mean to tell me there's people at Yale that won't go to school because of the name on the building? Are these people stupid, essentially? And the guy from Yale couldn't believe it. <laughs> I mean, almost probably hyperventilated when she said that. I mean, she, she basically said, I got better things to do than worry about the name of the building. I'm trying to get an education here. That name doesn't, doesn't do anything to me. I'm going to school here. How is that name affecting me? That's a good question because it isn't, right? But these people are so stupid that they can't figure this out. The answer to all these people should be no, shut up. Hey, let's change the name. No, shut up. Hey, we know what we should do. We should change. No, shut up. Just shut up. No, don't be stupid. No, shut up. The board decided at the meeting that it would poll constituents about whether they believe the name should be changed back. But the board cannot settle on whether to poll the entire area or only the residents of the area served by the schools in question. Kyle Gutshaw, a recent high school graduate who was elected in the, to the board this year, argued, in my opinion, if you're going to do it country, uh, country, I'm sorry, countywide, you might as well throw the students out because they don't care. <laughs> now look at what he just said. So Kyle Gutshaw, who just graduated, right, just graduated from high school there, he said, look, if you're going to poll countywide, just throw the student. They don't care what's on the school. They don't care what name is there. They don't care if it's Stonewall Jackson High School or what's the matter you school. They don't care. You know who cares? A bunch of woke social justice warriors. That's who cares. And, of course, people are like, well, you know, this is kind of stupid. Why do we do this? The name's fine. But this is what we have, right? So uh, this is where a bunch of do-gooders, a bunch of Yankees need to be told to shut up. 
But other board members were adamant throughout the night that the decision first has to be what's right for the students. Number one criteria, what is best for the students, Andrew Keller said earlier in the meeting. The kids we're going to teach today in the next 25 years. Yeah, well, what's best? I mean, should we talk about how important Stonewall Jackson really was to Virginia? And how important Stonewall Jackson, the model of the Christian gentleman and soldier that Stonewall Jackson really is? That would be a great thing to teach kids. Be a great thing, rather than Mountain View. I'll live in the mountains. But Stonewall Jackson is someone that Americans should admire. That's why he's one of my real American heroes. They also didn't settle on what option should be in the survey, which they mostly agreed should have these questions. One, do you want to keep the names? Two, do you want to restore the original names? I suggested a compromise. Adding a third option, Wolf said, I do not agree with to the name change, but I don't think we should change it back. And that's where we left it la- that night, but we didn't vote on it. The next school board meeting is June 9th. The board likely won't vote on the issue then because it is still hammering out the details of the survey, Walsh said. If the vote is split, the issue is likely to be tabled for a year until there is a new board, she said. Shenandoah County Public Schools declined to weigh in on the matter. It is the responsibility of the Shenandoah County School Board to determine the names of schools, school facilities, and areas of school facilities or grounds in the division. We do not have a comment or statement as, as a division at this time, the district said in a statement. Okay, I mean, that's that's fair. But look here. This is why it's important. Get out and vote in these school boards. Get out and vote and change the school boards. It will change everything in your area. Also, vote for your local government. Make sure you do that. Get the right people as mayor. Get the right people on the city council. Do it. You know what? Most people don't vote in these elections. So if you did and you were able to organize in your area and get these people doing it, you would change the entire United States. It would be important. The school system serves about 6,000 students. More than 75% of them are white and about 3% are black, according to the state education department. Walsh said the statistics don't show the full picture. In one of our elementary schools, there are 10 languages spoken, she said. There's diversity. Okay. (laughs) So what does that have to do with the name? So the Confederacy is against diversity, so, so... Um, Are you sure about that? Because the Confederacy was the only government of the two at the time that actually allowed for a potential Native American or American Indian state. Uh, The Confederacy was the only entity of the two that had a Jewish member of the cabinet. Right, so are we sure they're against diversity? We know that there were blacks that supported the Confederacy. We know there are people of color, as they said. They're sporty. We know the original Siamese twins, right? The, which li- they, those, that, those two guys lived in America. The original Siamese twins, their sons fought for the Confederacy. But of course, it was all just about white people, you see. So this is the thing that all the complexity of all the stuff doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because people think Confederacy equals not diverse or whatever the case may be, but... Uh, this is uh, NBC News that that uh, reported on this, right? And I'm sorry, um, NBC News. Yeah, NBC News. So I love this that people are actually getting out and thinking about these things in a different way. They're thinking about this stuff from a local perspective. You know, we're going to try to come up with a way to solve this issue from the local level. This is what I tell you all the time. Get out and vote in your school boards. Get out and run for school board. I did a podcast a while back. I mean, I think it was probably about a year ago now about running for school board and what you have to do. Get out and get in your city council. Get in, become mayor. 
Do these things. Most people don't even run for these offices and they don't care. But you can have the greatest impact in your everyday life by being involved in that. Heck, get involved in your homeowners association. Change. Get rid of the Karens. Get rid of the do-gooders. Get rid of the Yankees. Get rid of them from your elected offices. And I'm telling you, America would change right before your eyes. The problem is you've got too many of these loudmouths out there who have uh, you know, self-righteous mythology in their mind and uh, they want to change everything to reflect what they want and, get, and bulldoze everything that doesn't fit that. And you know, the fact is a lot of these people do move in from out of state. They're not from the Shenandoah Valley. Their family hasn't been tied there, whatever the case may be. So make sure those people don't get on your, your city council uh, or your, you know, into your school boards. And of course, if the people are na- natives to the area and they have these idiotic ideas, make sure you outvote them. I mean, it's it's pretty easy. You got a lot of people out there that don't want to see these things change and don't have any interest in that. But that's where local government comes in. That's where thinking locally and acting locally hits the road. Hits the rubber hits the road. All right. See you tomorrow on the Brian McClanahan show. See you then.